0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Tech fan number 101. It's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Julie. Fan podcast number one oh one. I'm Tim Robertson and of course joined by David Cohen. Hello. By the way, David, uh no tech fan next week, at least not with me involved in it. Okay. I am uh five days in Chicago, including Friday, so just not gonna Finally
1: I get the place myself.
0: (laughs) Uh we got a guest joining us today, uh old friend Owen Rubin. Hello Owen. Hey there guys. It's been uh, since February, episode 66, since the last time you were on. Oh, it's been since February since I think I've done anything on the site, too. I've just been so busy with this new company. So. Uh, you're still doing the, uh, uh, what is it, Interact, uh, Innovative Leisure, right?
2: Innovative Leisure, yeah. It restarted. We got some, some venture funding, so we had to become serious and do real work. So uh, I've been busting my butt trying to get a couple games ready. Uh, I've got one in the pipeline. We're hoping for somewhere around March or April.
0: That's awesome. So it's still full steam ahead.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, when we got, we um, had a VC call us and said, hey, well, we were, I don't know if you remember, we were funded by THQ a long time back. And THQ had some little problems, let's say, with, with money and finances. So they dropped out of a lot of the stuff they were doing with independent studios. And uh, we got contacted by a um, VC who said, "Well, we'll give you money." So they did, and but that made us a real company all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: we what, have um, what's your official sorry. title in the company? A COO. Oh, same as me. Yeah, same as you. So <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh! Uh, yeah, oh, yes. and boy, I should, so I- now I feel bad about waking you up so early because you're on the uh, West Coast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know,
2: 7 o'clock is about the time I normally get up. My wife, unfortunately, not feeling well this uh, this week, so she wanted to sleep in, so there's no alarm. So I set my phone for vibrate and stuck it under my pillow. So. Ah. <laughs>
0: that's a smart way of doing it. Yeah. She
2: she gets angry even when the phone vibrates on the table. It, she, it wakes her up. So I shouldn't say angry, bothered, so I can't have any noise over
0: there. Nothing wakes my <laughs> wife up in the morning, I tell you. I think subconsciously she knows... When I'm here and when I'm not. And if I'm not here, she gets right out of bed and gets the kids ready for school and all that. If I'm home, she has to know subconsciously that I'm here because the alarm doesn't even get her up out of bed.
1: Uh, It's not not subconscious. She's awake. She's just pretending.
0: Well, but she's not even turning (laughs) off the alarm. Yeah, because she's still pretending.
1: You don't want to blow that act by turning the
0: alarm
1: off, do you? I don't care if she gets
0: up or not, but it's just like, turn off the alarm at least. There was an old comedian,
2: I'm talking about 1960s comedian I used to love, and that's what he was saying, you know, he says, if you ever come home late, he says, and, you know, you try to sneak in, you try to be as quiet as possible, your wife will jump up and then and go, where the hell have you been? He said, but if you come home and you make as much noise as possible, slam the door, screech the car in the driveway, pound up the stairs, your wife
0: will pretend she's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um... Focus of the show this week, we're going to be talking about, and it's kind of nice to have Owen here for this one, um, gaming on iOS, and that's uh, iPod Touch, iPhone, and iPad, of course.
2: Which is our target, by the way.
0: Well, yeah, and let's briefly talk about um, interactive. I keep wanting to say interactive. I don't know why. Innovative Leisure.
2: Yeah, it's a strange name, by the way, but for those that don't know, on the bottom of the old Atari logo, in the very early days of Atari, it used to say that right underneath the logo. And the company's made up of uh, 10, 11 people, all or mostly from original Atari and one guy who did
0: um, a lot of the vector games for a different company. So it's a bunch of Atari vets for the most part. Yep. Um, I remember you talking about you had some new blood in the company too that was helping the old um, developers code. Yes.
2: In fact, my, my lead programmer is um, as a graduate out of you well, he's a graduate student uh... out of u.s.c. so we that u.s.c. has a university of california has a game um... you know what they call it That they have a computer engineering discipline that includes teaching people how to do games so uh... our ceo knows that guy knows the person who runs that and got us some interns out of there and these guys are just like eager to learn and brilliant that's awesome Uh, and so they, you know, they just dig in and they, and they hit the ground running, which is also very cool because they already know how to program this stuff.
0: We, uh, obviously, Dave and I are not programmers, but, uh, you know, we enjoy the fruits of, of hard programming uh, work, <laughs> i.e. the games.
2: Yeah, you buy a lot of software, don't you?
0: I, you. I do. I do. Yeah. I, I don't want to, I've got my uh, iTunes account linked to my PayPal account, not a credit card, and that's on purpose. Uh, that way, if I, if I'm out of money, I, I'm just out of money. I can't buy anything. <laughs> That's a smart idea. <laughs> <laughs> if it's linked to a credit card, you know you don't think about it until you get the bill. So this way, it's just you know I keep money in the PayPal account, and if it's getting a little low, then you know well I guess I'm not going to buy this game. Yeah, it's only four ninety nine, but I've only got fifteen bucks left in the PayPal account, and I don't feel like transferring money right now. I'm not going to buy it.
2: That's a great idea. I have to remember. I that. should do that. Um, yeah, so there you do go. You buy, do you spend too much money on on software for your yeah. iPad and iPhone? Uh,
1: I, I don't even want to know how much it is but it's probably huge. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I'd probably spend. dear, oh, yeah,
1: if listening, sorry.
0: <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> oh, he meant nothing. Huge, yeah. like huge savings is what he huge meant. Saved. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: well, no, but I, you know, when you when you think about both you guys, and even when I was writing writing more active on the site, uh, my Mac site you have access to a lot of software that people will give you as well. So people don't realize that on top of the software that you're getting for review, you're still buying a lot of software. So that I mean that that says a lot.
0: So well I, I, I don't actually like do very many reviews at my Mac anymore. I do have I one coming up. I just got the product yesterday. It's the DOS keyboard DAS. Ah um, okay. oh, yeah I'm I'm t- I heard
1: about that quickie one.
0: Yep. And yeah. it's a lot like the one I've you know I annoy people with here at home. Uh, which I have another one at work as well. But I'm going to take this to work with me. I don't even think I'm... I may open it to to peek at it, but I'm not going to use it here at home. I'm going to take it to work and use it there because I got a nice big office and there's nobody else in there for me to annoy. Um, (laughs) I'm looking forward to it, though. And it's actually twofold. I'm going to review it for MyMac.com as well as here on TechFan. But I'm also thinking about carrying it as our high-end keyboard at Mac Specialist in uh, Chicago. So...
2: Yeah, let me know what you think, because I've heard about that as well.
0: I've heard good things, and I, but... Um, and I,
2: too, have a review that I'm supposed to be working on, and if John Nemo is listening, which I know he is, I apologize, I'm <laughs> way late on getting this. You know, I'm been I, I'm one of the few people who still writes HTML code, and so I got CS6 Dreamweaver from John, and uh, I actually have been using it. I'm just way behind in actually uh, writing, finishing my article on that, and I apologize to John but I will get something done as soon as I can. Uh I actually that's strange though. You know with WordPress, with uh, you know WordPress and and, and all these high end languages you wouldn't think people still use HTML but even with WordPress I use HTML all the time.
0: So Well, if you want to build a table or you want some kind of uh, cool interactivity, you have to. You still have to know how to code. That's right. Um, so. I try to do as much H- or as little HTML work as humanly possible at this point though.
2: I do too, but there's a bug in the latest editor of WordPress, at least on my wife's site, where it strips the captions out and throws them into the text, and it's driving me nuts. So I have to go hand-edit the captions after she's done doing her website. She's actually getting good at it. She can do it now herself.
0: You've tried it in different web browsers? Yep. Hmm. Because (coughs) I know that Safari was really bad with WordPress for a while, to the point where... (coughs) uh, I would see someone editing, and it would look fine, and then uh, in in Safari, and then they would save it out as a draft, and I would go in, in Safari, and it would just strip almost all the formatting out. Yeah, but if I open the same accurate. thing, yeah, and if I did the same thing, though, with Firefox for a while, it was fine, and then Firefox screwed up, and it wasn't working, so that's when I went to Chrome, and Chrome's been pretty uh, reliable with it, so
2: give it a try i'll
0: see if that makes a difference yeah yeah it's i it's i don't know what it is but it's definitely a web browser issue for the most part that i run into it it, you could be it really could be a bug on on wordpress's site i don't know but that's been my experience so if that helps great has
2: a special editor plugin, and i think the editor is actually bad
0: now yeah i mean that wordpress uh, updates their site quite often almost on a monthly basis and a lot of the plugins are not as quick to update, so you get a lot of incompatibilities. Yep. And that's kind of a pain.
2: But it's easier than writing it all in HTML now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very true. Even still, yes. Uh, So this week was kind of a cool week. Uh, David and I talked about this on the last episode, 100. Um, One of, I would say probably my second favorite game of all time, was released for iOS and Android, and that was um, GTA Vice City. And you said you were going to grab it, David did you
1: I did grabbed it last night, and I really really like it do
0: yeah, yeah how you much know, did you play it you know,
1: well you know there's there's two aspects first of all, they've improved this over the last one um the controls seem seem a lot tighter mm mm-hmm. uh, and so just you know just i mean i've not played it very far yet, but just initially getting into it, it just seemed to be um a lot easier to play than the previous one, GTA 3, on the iPad. You know, um, I
0: finished GTA 3 on the iPad, and I, I got really used to the controls. So for me, the controls in Vice City seem almost too sharp. If that makes sense, yeah. it's too yeah. sharp.
1: I mean, but that that does definitely you know back up what I felt that that, that, that they were tighter, um, and and I like that. Secondly, I think the the presentation, of the game is much more interesting than gta 3 oh it is the acting i mean it's ray liotta city is something else right the
0: ray liotta is the lead character yeah
1: exactly i mean this is when it really kind of for me it went from being what it was which was an extremely cool game to like the you know the real to use the pun because that's the name of the company but the real rock star of games yeah which is what it became uh, on the way to becoming you know really the the massive massive hit that it that it that it now is as a series so so there's that the third thing is I'm playing it on my iPad mini mm. uh, and I'm finding that for pretty much every game I have on the iPad the iPad mini is a superior gaming platform because of the size yeah, it's much much easier to control the games on it's the easy iPad. to handle right yeah exactly and and it, there's just something about, maybe it's something to do with the um they have this Funky like edge edge uh, detection software on the iPad Mini because it has these you know uh, less broad um, borders than, than it does on the bigger machines. I don't know whether it's something to do with that, but it just definitely when you've got even when you've got it in landscape mode playing a game in your hand, it just feels uh, you feel more connected to the game uh, and it's just easier to control. It needs something to do with thumb placement. It's something to do with the ease of being able to control games across the screen with a smaller screen. But it, it's just pretty much every game I have played, just to me, feels like it plays better on the mini. You menu. know, I, I even was... Even though the graphics are, are, are obviously not as good as they are on the iPad 3.
0: I just realized why that is true. I just realized why it is true. And the reason is... David is only three foot nine. See. So for him holding a full size iMac is like me hol- or uh, an iPad is like me holding a twenty seven inch iMac. So-, so yes.
1: So you're basically saying you're saying the iPad mini to me is like sting
2: is to bulbo baggage. Yes, there you go. For everyone
1: else is everyone else it's a dagger, but to me it's a sword. That's
2: what you said. Uh-huh. So you so you're waiting for the fifteen inch iPad, right? <laughs> yes.
0: Absolutely. The bigger the better. Uh, we did get the new IMAX in at work. Well, we got the 21 in, and yeah, I had to look at those the other
1: day. Wow, they look so good.
0: They they really do. Um, you know, they're really nice and thin. But I started thinking about it. I don't like the fact that they're putting a um, a two and a half inch laptop drive in it. Uh, in fact, this now marks the the anniversary of everything. But the Mac Pro has a laptop hard drive in it from Apple now. Everything.
1: Well, does the twenty-seven-inch iMac have a uh, have a, a laptop drive in?
0: I haven't got them in yet. They haven't been oh, released, right. so I don't know. But I believe so. I believe those are also the two and a half-inch drive. That's how they're saving so much space, you know, in thickness.
1: But they don't. That'll all
2: give way to solid state in two years.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, the, these already have solid state in it, so
2: they have the fusion drive. Yes. Yeah. But, I love that idea. I haven't mm-hmm. played with one yet. Do they really work as well as they say?
0: This It's really fast booting up and launching stuff. Very it good. really is. Uh, it's just a demo, and the supply chain is really constrained right now. I, I don't know if Apple had a problem manufacturing these, or the demand is just far outweighing supply. But we've got the demo unit in, plus one more, and that's it. That's all we got. Wow. It's as, It's kind of a bummer. Because we have metrics that we have to hit, uh, in, on you know, f- as an Apple specialist, and it's kind of hit hard to hit those metrics when <laughs> you can't sell. When, man. Yeah, for the comp- So the company that's holding us our feet to the fire in metrics aren't sending us the products that people want to buy. And it's like, huh. and they and they announced it way too early, so the supply dried up of the old IMAX, and then there's just nothing. Oh wow! So it's you know it's a challenge, but.
1: Well, if, if you're really struggling and you have my 21.5-inch uh, Core i3, mm-hmm. uh, I'll trade it to you, and then, uh, then
0: you can send me a new one when it comes out. And You know, it, it is nice and thin and all, but here's the thing. Who cares how thin it is if it's a desktop? That's what I was thinking. Well,
1: you know what? It, it's interesting you say that. I, I had a really good look at them at the Apple Store the other day, and I was struck by something that I've also felt with the iPad Mini. What they're going for, and, and I think they've pulled it off. They certainly have pulled it off with the Mini, and I think they pulled it off with the iMac as well, is they're going for something that looks like it shouldn't be possible. It shouldn't be possible to build a desktop machine that looks that thin. I know it's a bit of a trick with the iMac because it's actually bulging in the middle where you can't really see it, where it's, it's mounted. But yeah, nevertheless, it's kind of an
0: it, illusion. you see
1: the edge of it, and it looks like it shouldn't be that thin.
0: Exactly.
1: And the iPad... The iPad mini, you pick it up and you think there is no way this can be a full iPad because it's so small, so light, and yet it is. And I think that's the design aesthetic they're going for, which is something that literally does feel like it shouldn't be possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and And I think that's why they've gone for this extreme edge thinness on the iMac. Not because necessarily it brings them anything, but I think because, because it, it gives people that kind of that aura of this is this really a cutting edge because it feels like it shouldn't be possible. Yep. Let's face it, nobody – I mean I, at the same time I saw the, uh, the iMac, I went in across the way to Curry's and had a look at all the Windows 7 machines. And there's a lot of touch desktops now, and they are big, ugly-ass, clunky, horrible things
2: You mean Windows, Windows 7 8. or Windows 8?
1: No, running Windows eight. Now that Windows eight Windows is out, 8, you're seeing yeah. a lot more touch uh, desktops because obviously Windows right. eight works better with that. And they are horrible, big, chunky, you know, slabs compared to even the old iMacs, let alone this one. And I think you, you know, Apple really is putting a, a marker in the ground about differentiating themselves from what everyone else makes.
0: Of course, I got
2: There's a. There is a Dell now that it's going after the Air. I saw it on the plane the other day, really, really thin Dell. So they're trying yeah, it's, like it's crazy it's to It's a
1: little bit different.
2: With the, yeah, with the laptops, it's different. Everyone's trying right.
0: to... I- Uh-oh. Yeah, it happens with David occasionally. No, no,
2: but it, I'm also worried about me because I have the uh, spinning beach ball of death hanging over my Skype.
0: Really, it's still yeah. working. Don't touch it. It's anything. still working,
2: but I can't. I can't mute or. T- 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 I'm <laughs> leaving it alone, but it's sitting there spinning over Skype. It's like I'm waiting at any time. it's just to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could, and if that happens, you know, it'd be a good time for a commercial. Um, but yeah, David completely dropped off, so we'll. Hi, uh,
2: David. <laughs> I-
0: I'll keep an eye on when he comes back in. And... I'm
2: with you though. I, you know, I, the last iMac I own, and it still sits on my desk, is an old, is a is a, is a G5 iMac. Okay, and. This is going to sound strange, but I use a product called Screen Recycler. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know if you've seen that or not. I have. And it's a VNC client is what it really is. But it plugs in and makes it look like a second monitor or a third monitor to your other computer. And as long as you don't put video on it, it works pretty well. So when I'm programming, I put a lot of my documentation on my iMac because I have a 23 or 24 inch, whatever the size of that one was. Uh, screen sitting over there that doesn't do anything but act as a screen now, but I hate throwing away good electronics.
0: So does David. Uh, oh, yeah. It drives me crazy. I
1: have a, I have a huge pile of ancient computers underneath my desk here in the office now.
2: I can give them away if someone will take them. I can give them away. I can't throw them away. Send send them to me. Um, okay. Oh, if, if as long as I know there's a there's a home for them. If you did you ever see the picture John Neiman took? I did. Of the, yeah.
0: yeah, he put it yeah. up on the site, didn't he? Yeah.
2: That's, it's, uh, it's, and that's be
0: not
1: liber- all of them. Yeah, yeah, I may be able to liberate <laughs> something for you.
0: Uh, we actually have this really cool thing that we're doing at Mac Specialist in one of our uh, displays between the two cash register area, where we have the uh, old Mac of the month, and oh, for the first first one was my original one twenty eight K. Cool. Um, there's a cube up there right now, the G four cube, and so. You know, if you ever do want to donate them somewhere, I, I actually would put them to use as far yeah. as people would see them. And that's kinda neat. I like I like the aspect. Um
2: Well my G five still works because it was it was fixed three times by Apple. You know, it had a power supply <laughs> yeah. problem. But but I use it so little it took like an extra year for the problem to occur for me. But they I was on the very edge of them saying, Well, we'll do one more.
0: Yeah, if it's anything kind of current within the last say five to ten years, I'm probably not interested because I already have those.
2: No, but I have a bunch of laptops. I have yeah. like an old 540Cs and I
0: have a... Yeah, those are a, cool.
2: have the prototype of the 180C. That's, that's things, awesome. Because I worked on that. Yeah. Uh, it's really funny that, though to yeah. boot some of those up and how fast they start up in comparison. Now they uh, do quite right, a bit yeah. less. <laughs>
1: on, OS, on OS 9 they, they um, you know, I'm picking up a, a G3 PowerBook on Monday that I paid $5 for. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> you know. I think What's you might have about? overpaid.
2: My home no, automation no, no. stuff is that, that, on an old G4 laptop. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. you know what? Those machines are still usable. I'll, I'll, I'll sell it on for a fair bit more than that. Well,
2: what are they so usable 12-bit. for? Do you remember the twelve-inch aluminum one? I loved that machine. That was one of my favorite laptops.
0: Yeah, we still get a couple people bringing oh. those in wanting them repaired because they really like them. And then they look at the new airs and they're like, "Yeah, maybe it's time to retire the old."
2: <laughs> well, I I'm used ta- that for a long time until the 13-inch finally appeared. Yeah, pro. so that was
1: yeah, like, yeah. Vince, me. I'm I'm talking to you on a 17-inch PowerBook G4 right now, so. <laughs> uh,
0: which has already you do- dropped still, you out is that, of Skype that, once.
2: <laughs> is, is, that, is that the one with the black edge on
1: it? No, no. This is the uh, with the gray the old, edge. The, you know, the the big titanium. 17-inch. Yeah, it's uh, itself the, the it's an aluminium one. It's the one that um, the, oh okay, the, it's the one that Vern Troy had on the plane. Ah,
2: I had I had one of yeah. those, by the way, and I had to stop carrying it. It was just too big.
0: Well, we kind of got a little bit far afield of what we were so, talking yeah. about today. So if we, I guess we could pull it back a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So GTA was released, really, and you like it?
1: David. I really like
0: it. Yeah, um, I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I shall probably play it right through. I think. I, I definitely will. It's just. Uh, it's something about having such an open world in the palm of your hand. You know what I mean? It's a whole, it's technically one city, but it, it's just in the palm of your hand. And you can go all these different places and do all these different things. It's just fun. I really like it. Um, although I did have.
2: It seems like a reasonable price. Oh, it's awesome. What did, what did the console version of that cost?
0: When it first came out, it was a yeah, $60 game. $60? Yeah. yeah. But it's a 10-year-old game, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not the height of modern gaming by any stretch of the imagination.
1: But it's the, thing, the thing is, is when they do this, it's not just a port. If it was just a port, you know, I mean, you can get older stuff like Doom and, and Duke Nukem and stuff like that on, on iOS, but they're, they're normally just pretty much ported and then they slap some touch controls on. Rockstar have done some work on this. They have. Even, even, even to the point that kind of when you fire it up, it looks like it's loading on a Commodore 64. Yep. <laughs> you know it has it has the kind of the purpley screen, and then it shows the loading thing. And you even see the lines from the tape.
0: Well, that was there before, though. Yeah,
1: was it? Oh, yes,
0: right. yeah, okay, because, because the game was, takes place in the eighties.
2: In the eighties, I see. That was, Ooh, that it's, was a g- it's a gigabyte in size. It I is have room for it.
0: <laughs> it's definitely worth it, though, to play. It's it really yeah. is. Um, the thing about the game is they they definitely made it look better. The gla- the everything just looks shinier. To be honest. Um, somebody's somebody's got their their yeah, iPhone. That's me. Okay, oh, that might have been me too. Mine yeah. is near as well.
1: <laughs> they um, the, they also like, yeah the the I remember when it was on the on the PS2. It sometimes had quite a lot of texture tearing, and I'm not seeing any of that on the iOS.
2: Move your phone away, David. I put mine on a different table, so hopefully it's not mine still. Oh. Except my wife's phone is next. Okay, let me move that one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So many
0: iOS devices. Yeah, tell me about it. The uh, one of the things I didn't like about the game back in the PS2 days, and that and this is the game that got me back into video gaming, and I haven't left since. I literally went out and bought a PS2 just to play this game back in the day. Um, GTA Vice City. GTA. Yeah, back in two thousand and one. And I really, you know, I, obviously, I really dug the game and all that, and uh, it, it it blew me away. I remember, just it, it's kind of dark. The kids are in bed. My wife was probably in bed too. And I'm playing this game, and I'm just driving around, listening to the '80s nostalgia channel uh, in this game. And um, it's got night and day cycles, and and I'm watching the sunset as I'm driving, and it, just, it was just it blew me away. I was like, this is awesome. Um, But it was always a little bit I don't want to say blurry But kind of fuzzy And everyone's hands There was no fingers It looked like everyone was wearing mittens And that those things have been corrected They actually have fingers now But because they improved the graphics The characters look very much More than ever before They look like a marionette They really do and, well, You and, mean more so Yeah, more so because yeah. the g- graphics are so much better now in this game that... Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, you got, yeah.
1: you got to remember as well, I mean, you back in the PS2, you, you were playing it on the TV. Right. Whereas, you know, which is 480 lines, you're now playing it on a 1024 by 768 screen or, or a or a, a retina screen where, you know, the, the level of quality you're getting there is much better as well. Like it's probably expose, exposing... It is. More of, of the underlying limitations of the, the software code than perhaps you were used to back in the PS2. You know what well, happened you to me? I realized
2: realize you just said that the, the iPhone or the iPad has passed a PS2 of, you know, oh, yeah. several years ago. Yeah. And it's really scary to think that that much power is sitting in your hand now. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean, Tim. And, And we'll disappoint you because we're not doing those kind of games. We're doing more arcade kind of games.
0: Well, that's Uh, not the only kind of games I like, though. I mean, I I love gaming on my iOS device. You know what I've been playing a lot of here at home? Uh, I fired up, and I I played the crap out of it on the Xbox. But there's a different version that's actually better on the PSN network for the PlayStation 3, and that's the Pac-Man Championship Edition. (laughs) I, I played the crap out of that game.
2: The William, the pinball package is it Williams pinballs that was a really good cartridge too. Yep. PS3. I that that, that I, can play, I can play that for hours. I'm a pinball fan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's the, I've I've got a really good uh, iOS pinball game called Monster HD. That was I haven't uh, tried that on, one yet. Yeah, it was on I sale, but it's really really good. It's, it's it's cool because basically if the ball goes off the edge of the table, then it, it reappears on a different table. So you kind of you're playing three or four tables at once. It's really wow. fun.
0: Yeah. I, I asked uh, my buddies on Facebook and Twitter right before we started the show. So anybody that responds from this point on, it's going to be too late to say anything on the show. show. Um, what's your favorite iOS games?
2: Um, I was going to ask you two guys that same question.
0: Mine changes. That's a problem. Uh, Mark Greentree said he's going to try GTA, but uh, not before he finishes Modern Combat 4. He said the first hour is amazing of that game. So they like the big, the, the he, big. He likes big the big one. Games.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm still playing through the third version of that, and and I would say for anybody who's who's not desperate to get it straight away, I would hold off on that. Not because it's not a great game, because it does look very good, but um, those game off titles tend to go on sale.
0: They uh, yeah, so, all uh, the time. No, it, it's you
1: know, it's, uh, it's a bit more expensive for it. That's
0: a 9.99 like, game, isn't it? Yeah, ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's yeah, a little bit pricey um but yeah you're right game off puts them on sale all the damn time so yeah Yeah. good advice david wait because maybe you can get it for half price with christmas coming up yeah um safety man on twitter says his is word with words with friends and he says he plays it every day that's it's when that launched within the first couple days i didn't they bring down apple's servers (laughs) to a certain extent i mean they weren't responding it was that popular (laughs) That's that's saying something though. I mean, you, when you figure they got that huge server farm down there, and they could slow yeah. it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the you know what the bizarre
1: thing about that? I was in a toy store the other day, and they have a board game version of that. No,
0: that's not y- that's not bizarre. Really I see well, that.
2: Yeah, game from iOS sells toys in the toy store. The guys who did Angry Birds just are dancing in the streets. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, but the weird thing
1: is Words with Friends is basically Scrabble. So yeah, I know. Why would you buy Words with Friends and not
2: buy Scrabble? I understand. I,
0: it, <laughs> well, but how many people that are buying Words with Friends that's 18 years old even knows what the hell Scrabble is? Scrabble it's
2: that's exactly the reason why. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. you can sell it. I mean, you, do you know you can buy a, a version of Angry Birds that is you build up blocks and throw stuffed birds at yeah, it? I I, I, I yeah, you know, I, I bought it for my son. He I it. Just made, that just made me smile. It's like that's yeah. really making it the mm-hmm. game industry.
0: Absolutely. Uh, at Todd Pepper, com said uh, Tower Madness. I know there's a lot of people that like Tower Madness too. Is Tower Madness like Tiny Tower? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's there's some people there uh, over on uh, the Facebook side. Chris Sanchez says uh, Plague Incorporated. I don't know that. One. I don't either.
1: Now I've I've heard of this one. This is basically it's like The Sims, but you're you're running a plague simulation.
0: Oh, so,
1: so the idea is is that is that effectively you you oversee the uh, development of a of a of a global pandemic, you know, and you kind of you you manage your way through. I think I I've not played it myself, but I think the idea is actually to kill everyone on the earth.
0: For the <laughs> nice. You know,
1: it's, yeah, it's it's, it's meant to, if you like those sorts of management sims, it's it's a different take and that's meant to be very good. Well, like, I, one I... game I've, I've been playing an awful lot of is a game called Orc Vengeance. Uh, and this is basically like Diablo for the iPad. It's much, hmm. much better than Dungeon Hunter. I What's think, it called? It's called Orc Vengeance.
0: Is it one A- word? A U
2: A W K A. No, O R C, Orc. Orc, like oh, Orc, the, Orc. Uh, orc, okay. orc. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: So, um, and it, yeah, it's basically, it plays just like Diablo um, for the iPad, but it, it's much better than the uh, Game Loft versions, which I think are called Dungeon Hunter which kind of had this weird, like, blocky aesthetic that I didn't really like. But Orc Vengeance is really good.
0: Uh, I saw a game that was just released as well, and it's one that I was kind of looking forward to, and I think, yeah, I'm going to pick it up, but I'm going to wait for a while um, until after I get done with Vice City, and that's Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition for the iPad. Not the iPhone, just the iPad.
1: I was tempted, because I've been playing The Bard's Tale, which is another rehash of an old RPG, which is kind of fun. Um, and I was I was looking forward to that, but actually I found it got mixed reviews. They said it was kind of hard to play.
0: Really? Baldur's Gate? So, uh,
1: no, not Baldur's Gate. Uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate. Uh, they, they said that the combat system was as broken as it ever was, and, and in fact huh. some of the later versions of the... Uh, of the series were better than the original, and they felt that some of those flaws have been replicated in the iOS version.
0: I'm checking to see how much it cost. It's, uh, t- yeah, it's 10 bucks. so maybe I'll wait wow. till I hear it, you know, maybe gets a little bit of updates. Isn't um, it funny though? I,
1: mm-hmm. actually, we think $10 is expensive. No, no, fact, I mean, it's, you
2: know, it, it is expensive for it. I, I'll tell you why I think it's expensive. If you could return it because it sucked, it wouldn't be expensive. Yep. Yeah, I guess. That's the real. That's the real thing. It's you know you yeah. have to punk it down, and if you have to find six games before you find the one you want at ten bucks a piece, it becomes expensive. Absolutely. You know, I
1: guess I guess there is that. I mean, I suppose you wouldn't think twice about paying ten dollars for say a, an Xbox or PS two game, PS three game, but I guess you can return it if you don't like it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, it's not. You're right. It's not expensive. I mean, as we're building games ourselves, you know, we're even looking at whether or not free to play is the right way to do it, and then you sell things in the game. Uh, I think Apple announced almost seventy percent of the revenue now comes from in-app purchase.
0: Yep. Well, um, if it's a good, the, the, the trick there though is you to have to, to give game. them enough so they don't have to spend any money, and then they can earn right. in the game what they could buy. But because we are a very impatient species, if we like the game, uh oh, it's it's two ninety nine, and I can unlock unlock everything. Yeah, well, that's it's, it's the worth way it. We're looking at it, right?
2: You know that you that you can play it, and you can pr- proceed slowly. At least the one I'm working on, you can earn everything. But uh, you can get yourself, you can play a whole lot faster and get higher scores if you if you buy some of the stuff before you earn it.
0: The ones that I don't like are the companies that make in-app purchases that you can earn it, but they put a lot of artificial barriers between you and Tari. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, but you know, speaking of Tari, um, I I was actually playing. Um, on the, uh, the emulator, the Atari... I forget what it's called now. Yeah. Greatest Hits, thank you. On my uh, uh, iCade. And I thought, oh, I'm going to play Major Havoc. So I launched Major Havoc, or I was going to, and it came up with a little fun trivia. And of course, Owen here actually created that game. Yeah. And so it came up with this trivia, and I took a screenshot of it, and I sent it to Owen. <laughs> and Owen's like, actually, they got that wrong.
2: <laughs> it's it's a mix of two pieces of trivia. I think they said something like it was based on the Star Trek uh, episode of the same name. Well, yeah, there was no Star Trek episode called Major. Right. <laughs> nice try, but the original game was based was called Tholian Web, which was based on a oh, right Star Trek episode because one of the web, web spinner waves where these things spin a maze and you have to work your way through it reminded me of Tholian Web so that was its original code name Close, but.
1: I, I was, I mean, when, when um, Greatest Hits came out I was pleased and surprised that Major Havoc was on there because I, I don't remember it having really wide arcade release
2: it it did well, but not great because at the time uh, that came out, nineteen eighty four, I think eighty three. So that
1: was just when the market was collapsing. I guess. Well, it was, was it? when
2: the market on on vector games had gone way down because the operators yeah. were tired of having to fix them all the time. And even though that game had a much better monitor in it, it still had it was still had the stigma of oh, it's a vector game. Uh, Star Wars came out shortly after that and it did better, but it, then again, it was Star Wars. So
0: well, yeah, I mean. Now they have Star Wars games about birds, and it seems to do well. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't downloaded that version. It yet. is really good. Is it? Uh, and I am not I'm a I am not a fan. Games?
2: I have to mention mine. Uh, I am addicted to Tiny Wing.
0: <coughs> oh, I, that's a good game.
2: That that game drives me crazy because it's the, the. I always say the time between when the game ends and I start the next game is very short on that game because it's one of those games that is so simple to play and so difficult to master
0: yep absolutely it's,
2: it's a great game uh
0: <laughs> tiny wings i'm putting that so what i'm doing is when i ask you guys to spell something or like that uh i'm actually putting it in the show notes so ah. anybody listening can find links to most of the stuff wings, right? yeah most it's of the stuff we're game. talking it's about spend, yeah. will be at techfanpodcast.com uh, episode 101 let's take a quick break here and then we gonna come back and continue our conversation on ios gaming
2: i Lisa Piselli. I'm Susie Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And, and we're, we're the three, three geeky, geeky ladies. ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading 50 Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network.
1: Hello, I'm Guy. And I'm Gaz from the MyMac.com podcast. And we're here to tell you about a very serious condition
2: plaguing Mac users everywhere.
0: It's known as BPSI or Boring Podcast Sleep Induction. It can happen anytime, anywhere while listening to dull podcasts and
1: driving. You can prevent BPSI by subscribing to the mymac.com podcast on itunes our podcast is many things
0: <laughs> but never boring available without a doctor's prescription the mymac.com podcast is not responsible for loss of bodily functions while laughing side effects include blurred vision nervous ticks, trying not to smile angry yelling when we say something wrong and the inability to call our skype number which is 703-436-9501 women trying to become pregnant should not be listening to the mymac.com podcast as it will take time away from having sex which you normally need to do
1: to become pregnant so remember listen to the mymac.com podcast think of the children
0: Back with Tech Fan Podcast 101. If you guys want to send us feedback, the way to do it is to go to Tech Fan Pod. Sorry. What the hell is that? Feedback. Oh, it was really annoying. Don't do that again, please. Uh, go to TechFanPodcast.com, click the Contact Us button, and uh, you can send us a message, or you can simply go there and comment right underneath the posting for this episode. We've got one from Peter Bird, of course. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, and and I should say, Owen, oh, I don't know if you've been to the, the site recently, but we changed our logo. We, yeah, I saw that, actually. We wanted to uh, make it a little bit more, uh, we we used a big TF for, a big red TF for a long time. And it was neat because I could use, I could drop that into other graphics and, you know, do something clever with it, even though I didn't really do anything clever. <coughs> um, but uh, I, I it, that doesn't help fans... Or listeners, I should say, not fans, it doesn't help listeners find the show in iTunes. So I thought, you know, I'm going to use the actual words. And actually, we were for one day only, David. We were in the What's Hot section in iTunes. So excellent. Yeah, excellent. W- Welcome the new perfect. the new listeners. Yes. Um. And so was the MyMac podcast that was that right there it's as well. Easier
2: to find now with the new iTunes. Maybe? I don't know.
0: I have no idea. I, I you know I, I don't understand the metrics Apple uses in iTunes. It's, you know, they, they continuously promote the same podcast over and over and over. And, (laughs) uh, it's, I think
1: think they just make it up.
0: I think so too. Honestly. (laughs) Uh, so Peter said, uh, hello, Tim and David, congratulations on 100 shows, 101. Um, here's hoping for many more. And that's, I I hope for many more as well. Um, he likes the artwork change. I do. That's one of those things that I got to get around to. Um, he does like the new artwork change, and it's he thinks it's, uh, in his opinion, it'll make it easier for new listeners to know what it's about. Uh, iTunes needs to make things easier to discover. Yeah, you, that's a big thing right there. If you go through iTunes to find a podcast, if you don't actually know the name of the podcast, good luck finding it. It's just a, it's a it's terrible.
2: I hate to say this just my quick beat on apple but the new new browsing method on the ipad and iphone the ios version yeah is awful for finding stuff
0: it absolutely is i totally agree and
2: just so worse than the old version yep yeah they took that metaphor from the, the desktop and and made it worse on the on the phone and the ipad sorry apple but it really sucks
0: yeah <laughs> and that's basically what peter says that people uh <clears throat> You know, they're trying to explore and, and find out what they may like, but Apple makes it so damn difficult. Quite honestly, when podcasting started, when I was doing it way back in the day, in like 2004, there was there was quite a few websites out there that really kind of helped f- help you find a new podcast that right. you might like. And those things don't exist anymore.
2: Yeah, I can't find anything
0: like that anymore. <clears throat> well, iTunes is kind of... That's what it is. That's what they do. And people don't spend the time to find anything else. Now, you know, there's apps out there, uh, Stitcher and stuff like that, but they're kind of falling into the same trap as Apple. Well, here's the top shows, and then here's the promoted shows, and right. wow, imagine that. It's exactly the same list.
2: So, listeners, to make it easier when you finally find it, just don't forget to press that subscribe button.
0: The subscribe button, and if <laughs> uh, you know, give us a rating, because that helps. And if you can write a review on iTunes, that helps as well. We really appreciate it. So let's jump back into uh, iOS gaming. Um, I talked about this game a while back, but I really liked it. And uh, I doubt if you've even heard of it, Owen. It's called Emergency. I have not. And it's exactly the opposite of what you may think it is. Most games you're running around blowing stuff up, shooting things, right? This right. game, uh, you're the kind of the god person, you know, and you're looking at your rescue team on your screen. Well, before
2: you go there, I will tell you that <clears throat> one of the my favorite designers at Apple at Atari used to call every game his code name was Death from Above. Hmm. So <laughs> So you'll get that if you Yep. So go ahead, sorry.
0: So there's uh I believe there was ten levels altogether. I need to launch it to see if there's new levels because I'd really like to play this game again. But I've already beat all the levels at the at the hardest settings. And um, what you do is you have a fire rescue group that you're working with, and there's a disaster. So one level it might be you simply put out all the buildings that are on fire, rescue the people within two minutes. Um, so you've got, but you have to micromanage. These guys are putting out the fire over here. This guy's. This guy over here is dowsing uh, a car that's on fire that if you don't keep it cool, it's going to reignite, which is going to cause other problems. Uh, it's really, really fun. It gets a little hokey at the very end, but I accepted it because it was just so much fun to play. Is the name just Emergency? Emergency, yep.
2: Oh, now, speaking about trying to find something on iTunes, go ahead and type Emergency into your iPhone and try to find this game because you have to go through every single scanner... Yeah, and emergency first aid program. I haven't found the game yet. I'm still scanning. Through, know, you know, let me see. Uh, emergency light, an emergency flashlight, an emergency police radio, an emergency scanner, emergency earthquakes.
0: <laughs> I'm going to type in emergency game. See if that gets it to me any faster. It's
2: pretty funny how far I've gone now, and not emergency phone
0: call. Now, if you if you do a search for emergency game, at least on the okay. iPad, it's the. Oh wait, are you on the iPhone? Yeah. You won't find it. It's an iPad-only game.
2: Oh, that exactly could explain why I'm not seeing it.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, if I, I looked for Emergency Game on the iPad, it was a second one. It's from Serious so, Game Solutions GmbH. Oh. And uh, I, I like it. I thought it was a good game. Oh, check it out. I can't tell you how, how much it is. How do you feel is. about iPad-only games? I have no problem with that because not all games... Translate well to a smaller screen like the iPhone. And if a game wants to do something different, why can't you do a bigger screen? Because that's the only way it works. And I also believe in the other way that you don't support the iPad. You can because, you know, it, it'll one or two X it up, but I, I get them both ways. I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all.
1: Okay. I, I have to say, for, for, for any game I spend a lot of time with, I hardly ever play it on my iPhone. I tend okay. to play it on my iPad only.
2: I mean, I'm doing an iPad-only game right now just because um, it uses it uses touch a lot and it just doesn't play well on the iPhone.
0: Yeah, so, I, I don't think I'm it's fighting, a problem. Do I
2: have to make a version that plays on the <laughs> iPhone,
0: which really means changing the metaphor for the way it plays? I would say no. I don't, I don't really think that you need to, to be honest, because it really is a different device. Yes, it's a it's a shared OS, but. <clears throat> some things just don't work on a tiny screen it just doesn't now i know for a fact that gta vice city does because i downloaded it on my ipad and a couple hours later i was looking at my iphone and there, of course there it was because it automatically downloaded it for me which oh. was nice and i launched <laughs> it but it was it's just too small
2: oh is that me breaking up this time
0: no you sounded fine Sorry. Okay. um so no i don't think there's an issue with that at all what do you okay. think david do we lose David?
2: Oh, oh it was David! No, he's there. Oh, what do you it think? Was,
0: it was breaking up there for a second.
1: No, I, I, I mean, it, it just depends from game to game. There are some like uh, a game I've been playing a lot recently is a, a game called Arc. It's called Arc Commander. It's kind of like an um, on-rail shooter, uh, space shooter. Uh, it's a really great. It looks fantastic. Um, Arc really Commander. designs. Arc
0: Squadron. It's called. Squadron.
1: Um, you can either get a free version or there's a paid version. Um, and, uh, you know, it it, it it plays like the old on-rails space shooters from the arcades that I remember from the mid-'90s. It's a really great game. The control scheme on it is fantastic. They've really got that right, and that's really important for a game like this. Um, and ARC, that is one- right? Yeah, ARC Squadron. Um and that is it. Has a really nice progression structure. Basically, you earn money for each for each mission you play, um, and then you can upgrade your ships and weapons and stuff like that. You can buy stuff if you want to, but you don't. I play the game through TM without buying anything from the uh, in-app store. Um, but the thing is, that one is available as a as a um, you know, a multi, uh, you know, cross platform system that's so available on the iPad and the iPhone for mm. the same game. Um, and that one is one of the few I've played recently that works just as well on either. Um, I think basically because the control scheme was absolutely spot on for it. Um, you know, you, you didn't have that situation when you moved to the iPhone that you were kind of blocking what you were trying to shoot because you had your fingers on the screen. Um, the uh, control surface was small enough you didn't have that problem. Um, but uh, so it just really depends on the games. But I find that the vast majority of the games I play certainly play better on the <coughs> iPad. On the iPhone, so I tend to save the the iPhone for the you know the casual stuff that you can dip it into and out of you know Angry Birds and stuff like that is fine on the iPhone. But right. anything with anything that's twitchy and I play a lot of twitchy games you know where you're kind of you're you're really in the, in the thick of the action. Then most of the time I find those don't work so well on the iPhone.
2: Oh, I hope you like mine then because it's definitely a twitchy game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite games that I think it's been around. I, I know it was pre-ipad so i think it was one of the original games that came out on the iphone Uh, it's called creeps now i play a version that's called creeps hd because it's for the ipad and there's been quite a few in-app purchases but it's basically a tower defense Uh, monsters come out of the closet and you have to stop them before (laughs) they get your bed and it's 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 clever
2: I like that. I do, too. <laughs> I'm going to look for that. Right
0: and now. the packs are all based around the holidays. So there's a Christmas pack. There's a Valentine's pack. Um, and the, there's different monsters for each holiday. Uh, there's a dinosaur pack. So I guess it's not just all holidays. Um, is that creeps, or creeps? I think it is the Creeps. The Creeps! Uh,
1: uh, exclamation mark.
0: Yes. It's by uh, Super Squawk software.
2: Oh, I already had this. Bro. Did
0: you really see? Yeah. Well, that,
2: it, it says install as opposed to the price so right. I, I already played it, yeah. The, I thought I remembered that. But.
0: Yeah, that's the it's thing. It,
1: yeah, it's free at the moment. Is it always free or is it is it one of those ones where
0: you I think it's free, but there's in-app purchases. Yeah. And I right. beat the game. Each level is like 10 bedrooms or whatever you want to call it. Um <clears throat> but I, I've bought every pack that's come out and really enjoyed it. Haven't played it in about oh, a little over a year. And uh, I was looking on my iPad to play something a couple days ago. And I saw it and I was like, ooh. Because, see, what happens is, and I know you guys can both relate, you put stuff in folders on your iPad. And, and forget disappear. about them, And they disappear. <laughs> yeah. And I opened up this folders and saw, the, uh, I'm going to say the creeps now because that's the official name, but the icon just says creeps. And uh, I launched it, and I thought, oh, I remember buying some download packs for it. So I saw a whole bunch of stuff for sale. I clicked Restore Purchases, and I had bought everything already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was fun to play, but um, it's it's just one of those games that I really enjoy. It's, it's just fun. You know what I mean? And you yeah. definitely have... There's different... There's easy, normal, and hard. I've never beat almost any level on hard. I mean... I, I think it's impossible.
2: You always think that, but then there's some some 16 year old somewhere who's like going, "Can we have an extra hard level?"
0: Well, they can have it. I played on normal. <laughs> I remember when I
2: was building major havoc, and the, the the programmer who joined me towards about halfway through that, a guy named Mark Cerny, who is, uh, people who are into gaming will know him. He's sort of the god of video gaming. The guy is just amazing. He came in and he did the last four levels of Major Havoc that I still can't beat. And he just plays right through them, you know. It's like not that he designed them, but you know that he's just that kind of a game player. Yep. You know, and there's people like that. So you have to challenge it all ends. To me, I, I own a Major Havoc game in my house and I still can't get through those.
0: The arcade. Yeah.
2: I own the arcade game. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I you, you were talking earlier about Atari's greatest hits. That I have a love-hate with that. I think it's cool that people get to see it but i it drives me crazy that that's what people will see as those games because they were never meant to be played with the god awful controls that atari did to try to make you play that yep. and the screen's so small even you know they shrink it down to make room for the silly control kind of mechanism they did And it's just not the same yeah. game it's it and just even even feel with the same.
1: It, yeah even with an ik controller because that's emulating key presses it's not the right. same as uh, the uh you know the the analog sticks and the and the or even the digital sticks that were supplied with the original games. Well, that game had a, okay. a
2: rolling ball, right? So how do you get a rolling yeah. ball in it? And, but you know, I'm glad that people can see it. But it's just you know, if, if people go, oh, that game really sucked, we probably did because you're not playing it in the way it was meant to be played.
0: Yeah, and that's always going to be an issue with emulation and right. and greatest hits type of things, unless you're actually playing it's, it the yeah. way it was made.
1: Uh, it was like I was saying. Um, <clears> um, Pretty sure I, t- I talked about this at your show last week, the uh, Vetrex regeneration app that came out mm-hmm. last week. Oh um, really? Which, I love yeah. Vectre. Which 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 yeah. Well, I always wanted a Vectrex, so I snapped it up straight away. Um, now it's great on the iPad. They even have simulated the kind of the screen scan effects you got from the monitor. Um, but the problem with that is that you load it up on the uh, iPhone and you can't see it. I mean, it, it, you can barely see the screen. Uh, there's something about about the way it works. And the greatest
2: hits was the same problem. It was so tiny. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so it's, if you if you like, up, go ahead. No,
1: I was going to go onto another game. That's so, what I was like, uh, So yeah, go yeah, something, ahead, Something sure. I downloaded last night that actually has the same model, the kind of the freemium model. It's free to free to buy, but you can you can um, unlock things and you can buy uh, extra extra credits and things for it. is is a, a zombie game called Into the Dead, and uh, I I've I've been playing the hell out of this since I got got hold of it. It's really kind of captured me. It's one of these endless runner games. But um, instead of it being like a side-scroller, it's actually like a 3D first-person perspective game. And the, the idea of the game is that you're, you've been in a, a, you're in the zombie apocalypse, and a helicopter you're in has crashed. And you have to run through the countryside, and, the, and it's just full of zombies. Hmm. So basically,
2: like, Temple run, like Temple Runner kind of? It's deal? a bit
1: like Temple Run, but yeah, you're basically you're just running through this kind of this gray foggy landscape and looming up out of the fog and the all these zombies and you have to avoid them so you're tilting your device back and forth to try and avoid them and then you find crates with weapons in so every now and again you'll pick up a shotgun or something and you can you've only got limited ammo so but if if you you really are stuck and you can't (laughs) find your way through you can blow away the zombie in front of you It's, it's it's just called into the dead Cool. Um, it's. Tr- I, I, I imagine the sort of thing. It's not going to have a lot of longevity to it because of, after a while you're just going to get bored of endlessly running. Um, but the idea is to get as far as you can before the zombies get you. Um, and it's tremendously fun. If you if you like uh, the Walking Dead or stuff like that, then you should play this because it's it's really kind of fun.
0: Guys, are all downloading right now?
2: Yeah, yeah, Jackson's. guys michael jackson's thriller on the back in the background when the- well it has
1: it has a great it has a real i mean it really has a walking dead aesthetic to it the music is very kind of uh you know very zombie it's very cool yeah guy would be a big fan of that
0: uh the last game i'll talk about and it's another tower defense and the only reason i thought about it is because i saw it on my uh ipad here as you guys were talking um that i i've always enjoyed and i, I still play it to this day it's called jelly defense it's a tower defense game and uh I really like the aesthetics. They everything looks like it's made out of jelly and and clouds. Well,
2: yeah, you've mentioned that one before, I think. Yeah. Right? It's I, I look at that when you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's fun. It's one of those games that's like, oh, it's it's just, I'll play this for 10 minutes, you know." Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about before we wrap up this episode, um I I noticed uh, right before we started recording that I've got a can of compressed air. I'm sure you guys have these too, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah they're so expensive, and it's just a can of air. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Really? It, it's going to cost this much for a can of air, really. Well, it's and, actually
2: some chemical that... Right? Right. It's not, yeah.
0: But it's still and expensive. I
2: just buy by your way, own can and blow it By the way, it. before you go that I bought these things at the county fair that are fire extinguishers, and uh-huh. they look just like the can of air. Yeah, so imagine I to make that. Sure I put them in a different room.
0: <laughs> 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 um, a couple months ago, Maybe a month and a half, two months ago, uh, one of my techs at Mac Specialist came up and he told me about this thing that he wanted to get for the shop. And the reason was they kept running out of air, and then they'd have to go and buy air. And they said mm-hmm. this will replace buying cans of air. And at an average price of four bucks for one can of air, um, oh, is that really what it cost yeah, you? they're they're not cheap. Um, I thought, well, we'll give it a try, anyways. And it's uh, it's called the Metro Vacuum ED five hundred DataVac. Now you think, well, that's a vacuum. I need something that's going to blow. Well, this does blow. It's <laughs> it, it, it's it's called a vacuum, but it's really, but
2: it, it's it, really it, bad, it, is it? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where my brain went. I'm sorry. And
0: <laughs> but this is a duster, and it's it's you plug it in. It's not quiet, so don't <laughs> expect it to be you know whisper quiet. But wow, it it really does blow the air well, but not so hard that it's gonna damage anything. So, if you're constantly looking oh, I'm to
1: buy one of these now,
0: yeah uh, i'm I'm an Amazon prime member, and right now it says for me it's fifty one forty seven on Amazon. Um, it looks like the list price is eighty two fifty, but I doubt if you'll ever buy it for a list price. It's always gonna be probably around the fifty dollars mark. I bought two of these for each one of our current stores. And, and everyone who uses it in the service department loves it. They just, they rave about this. They're like, this is awesome.
2: It's like a mini shop vac.
0: Yes. Like. It's handheld. So it's about the same size as... Oh, a
2: couple of them. Which one do you like? Uh,
0: <laughs> the ED500. Okay. Um, it's got a 0.75 horsepower electric duster motor in it. 120 volt. Huh. And boy, it really works. It really does. And it comes with some attachments... Um, I know everyone listening to this is a technology fan, hence tech fan, and you know, crap's just going to fall inside your keyboard. And you've, you know, we've all got flat screens with the little pinholes that's supposed to get rid of the heat and they get full of dust and, you know, you got video game consoles and the USB port in your PS3 is always dusty and that's why we buy these cans of air to blow the dust out. And then, by the way, Blow the dust out, then vacuum. <laughs> Don't vacuum and then dust. then eh, you're kind of defeating the purpose of vacuum in the first place. um but you know honestly, for the price and as much as you're gonna use it, I keep meaning to buy one for myself here at home. I just haven't yet, but I'm going to because this is awesome it, it's so this just- is
2: funny. I gotta tell you though, on Amazon, if you scroll down, it says what items they bought after viewing this, and air dusters what's
0: <laughs> yeah. As six a,
2: cans for 2043 i yeah? see you that know? so you buy those three times and you've already paid for this
0: right and and it's and not, crazy not
1: only that those cans of air are really bad for the environment they are absolutely sure They are
0: yeah um but this is not a vacuum and one of the other things that other people well, doesn't bought... act
2: as a vacuum or, or it just blows air
0: honestly i don't think it acts like a vacuum okay. i think it just blows air i could it's be mistaken
2: dusters what it says in the
0: right so. i don't think it sucks i think it blows I could, be, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. But it, it just simply works. And these are the kind of things that I wish I would hear on other podcasts that would make my life easier and in the long term cheaper. Because we all use cans of air and we keep spending, you know, I get these ones that's from Endust for electronics. It's just a can of air with a little stupid red tube and they don't last long at all. I, I probably buy well, one of these every couple months.
1: One important thing that this will do that the cans of airs do – this won't do that the cans of airs do, those um, – because you're sending a high-pressure uh, gas – through a very small nozzle, they 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 freeze yep. as yeah. you uh, as you spray the stuff out because you know anything that expands very quickly drops the temperature. And I've had it before use the cans of air, and you kind of get a little bit close, and all of a sudden, you know, this hard layer of frost appears right. over your circuit board right. because you've got the um, you've got the nozzle too close. So well, not
2: only that, that so
1: again, it will not only will it save you money, but it'll probably save your equipment
0: in the long run. Right? As well.
2: well, you know that we used to have. In engineering, we used to have them at Apple and Atari, freeze, freeze spray, which looks like a can of air, but its job was to freeze a component. So when you <laughs> have an electronic circuit where parts are failing, you freeze the parts one at a time. And when you find the one that's failing, you'll know really fast.
0: That's so awesome. We used to do that
2: on purpose. The cans of air don't even get as cold. So you could actually buy... Can specifically for freezing components
0: and you can't use a can of air for more than about 10 seconds because you're right david it start the can itself starts cold. getting cold <laughs> yeah. and and it stops blowing air because it's it's expanding in there and it won't blow anymore so you got to set it down for like five to ten minutes and then it works again so here's a really good solution i i think you guys will like it yeah they, yeah uh you can't,
1: you can't get them here in the uk uh tim so you asked send me one for christmas
0: there you go I have to get right on that.
2: Get that the the, the vacuum.
0: Well, the duster technically. Wow. Well, it's an awesome product. I hope you guys like it. I don't get paid for. uh, Yeah, yeah, but this is one of those things that you come across and you're like, I want to share this information with people because this is really freaking cool. People should have this instead of wasting your money on the end dust multi-purpose duster cans that.
2: How, how big is it? It's hard to tell from the picture. I mean, it's, it's about this. It's bigger than a can of air?
0: It's a little bit bigger than a can of air. It definitely weighs more. Um, and, you know, you've got kind of a thick cord coming off of it to plug in, so you're going to need an extension cord to get any kind of distance with it. In um, a battery version of this. That would be awesome, too. But yeah, then but this,
1: again... This is a desktop tool.
0: That's not right. something
1: you want to be kind of carrying around the house.
0: Because
1: if you're working on a PC, you want, it, um, you, know, you want it right in front of you. You're going to be near an
2: outlet anyway. Oh, now you tell me.
0: <laughs> but it's definitely, he- it's heavier than a can of air. It's it's wider than a can of air, but it comes with a handle. So you're you're holding the handle, you're not holding the thing. And it comes with three different attachments. So cool. it's this kind of, it's, it's not going to run out until the, the motor burns out. And that's going to be years and years away, unless you're using it every day for an hour. <clears throat> but if that's the case, you've got hygiene issues. <laughs> <laughs> the skin is just flaking off you.
2: Yeah, like what is happening in your house?
0: There's this move guy. Your,
2: move your computer indoors.
0: There was this guy the other day who's got really bad. Uh, what do you call it when you're, you're uh, eczema? Yeah,
1: eczema, scabies. Yeah, leprosy. And this guy is not this guy's
0: this guy's a <laughs> handshaker, and his knuckles are just bleeding. Ugh. I'm like, uh, you know, uh, you find excuses not to shake his hand. You're like, hey, and then you turn around real quick, like someone called your name. What? Did you hear that? Ugh. Welcome to
1: let the me, medical let me Let me just man. put some let me just put some cling film on that before I shake your hand, please. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, he knows he has this problem. Stop sticking your hand in everyone's face. Or or put some driving gloves on, dude. Come on. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he's not noticed. Don't it's dripping know. off of his knuckle, dude. It's <laughs> dripping off of his knuckle. How could you not know?
2: You're talking about someone and I, and you faded out, so I don't know who you're talking about.
0: That's okay, I probably shouldn't. I, I've said enough. Oh,
2: okay. Never mind. Yes. Right.
0: It's Guy Searle. No.
2: <laughs> it's not Guy Searle. <laughs> I knew that.
0: It's not Guy Searle. It's John Nemo. No, it's not John Nemo. Um no, with that we're going to uh wrap up this episode of Tech Fan again. I can't do the show next week because I'm going to be uh working the entire week, but I'll be back the show after. I don't know if David um is going to yeah, do something I'll, or
1: I'll I'll try and rustle
0: something up. Yeah. Well Owens, you know, it's very early yeah, for wait, Owen, wait, but wait, here's yeah. the thing: Owen loves to podcast, I do. and he doesn't do it nearly enough. Thank you. I like to do it. I don't do it nearly enough. Uh, well, here's the thing, though: you've got really fun stories. Um, you're very knowledgeable, and um, you know, you're a little bit of all right in my book.
2: Well, thank you very much. And you guys are a lot of fun to do this with. I've always enjoyed doing it with both of you guys. You know, you have a lot of fun doing it. I think that's what makes me listen to your shows. So. Because you sound like you're enjoying it, you know. Sometimes you listen to podcasts and they go, "Okay, now we're going to talk about this book." And it, it's like, like, "Okay, you guys should just stop doing that."
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's you know. I love listening to podcasts. I drive a whole lot. I'm in the car for probably ten hours a week. In the car, driving ten hours a week, and uh, I, I don't listen to music as much as I used to. To be honest, I, I listen to podcasts. <laughs> And uh I do
2: now cuz I used to listen to talk radio and talk radio has disappeared into all news radio.
0: It is. I and I still don't like Apple's new podcasting app. I think it blows <laughs> pretty Which bad. One? Yep. It's called Podcasts. Um because the iTunes or the music app now doesn't support podcasts on the I iPhone. I have
2: podcasts on my phone and I never even noticed that
0: cuz I hand push them into iTunes. Um you could, I don't know. Uh, well, you have to download podcasts. It, it oh, doesn't okay. come automatically. But, you know, I've got a ton of podcasts, and we, we're going to have to do another show here soon, David, about stuff that people might listen to that they would enjoy. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so so keep that in the back of your mind. Again, I won't be here next week. Uh, David,
2: send me a reminder. Maybe I'll jump in
0: with you. Okay.
2: Okay, I'd love to do that
0: so it'd be it was great talking to both of you this week and hopefully uh you anybody listening we'd love feedback uh send it again go to techfanpodcast.com send the uh, feedback in there or simply comment on an article and uh we'll read your comments right here on the show as long as you're not rude and well probably even then as long as you don't curse well maybe even then too but <laughs> anyways, uh, anything that we talked about in the show for the most part, you'll find links to at techmanpodcast.com show one Oh one. Thank you very much for being here, Owen and uh, David. I'll see you guys soon. Take care.